Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Brian to the Boom Corrigan, joined as always by Andrew, the diabetic dynamo, and Hello. Brendan, the producer, Pika. Guys, welcome in for part two of our week 10 preview. We are going to be breaking down the NFC home games. Uh, and shout out from the frozen tundra. It is cold. There is ice and snow on the ground. But our, our hearts are on fire with a passion for football. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> have said it better myself. The fires of competition are keeping us yep. warm. Hey, we got some good competitions today. So, Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to jump right into these. I will say, speaking of competitions, yep. uh, Andrew, I do still have a comfortable lead in our game predictors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seven victories. You have two. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible. But you are in a hot streak of one, so if yes, you keep that I'm on moving, a winning streak. It's a winning streak. So here we go. Hopefully, we'll disagree on uh, on some games here. Yeah, I am sure we will be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I would like to remind everybody there are a few teams on by this week. There are the Chiefs, Cowboys, Falcons, and Jets. Uh, obviously, please make sure your lineup is adjusted accordingly. Nobody likes the person in the league who does not update their. Yeah, why not play, play smart? Got to play smart. Play serious. Yeah, yeah. It's fun in, in getting a free win. This is fantasy football. There's, there's yeah. no games. Uh-uh. This is this is real life. Uh, serious. <laughs> today we're breaking down the NFC home games, and the first game we're previewing is the Jacksonville Jaguars against nice. the Green Bay Packers. Starting with the Jaguars side of the ball, Gardner Minshew is out for this week, leaving Jake Luton Jake as Luton. the quarterback. Uh, for the Jaguars. I wouldn't say an inspired performance last week, uh, but certainly better than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> I will give him that. 304 passing yards is pretty good. Pretty dang uh, good. Touchdown and interception. Very solid performance from Luton. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, I'm not going to say more impressive than what Minshew's done, but definitely a pretty interesting start. Um, yeah, it's what Minshew did last year. Yeah, basically six yeah. rounder coming in and uh, had a couple good games. And that's what I expect from Luke. He's basically Minshew without the swag. Yeah. Uh, LaVisca Chenault is questionable with a hamstring injury. Uh, when it does come to fantasy options, it is a pretty short list. It is DJ Chark, who is coming off of a huge, huge game, uh, as well as James Robinson who has just been a phenomenal running back this week, or not this whole season, uh, and the Packers yep. are terrible against their run. So James Robinson is easily a top 10 with top five upside at the running back position. Yep, which is basically every week for James Robinson, honestly. Yeah, yeah, true. true. He's, just, he's been that good, so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not looking to venture in other wide receiver options nope, with Chenault being out. I don't want to look at Westbrook. Yeah. I just don't want to look at Cole. It is. DJ no Charker bust. Yeah, I agree with you there. So. Uh, over to the Packers side of the ball. Rodgers, you're starting. Yeah. Aaron Jones, you're starting. Yep. Devontae Adams, starting. Yep. Robert Tunyon, I would heavily advise that you start. Uh, and I'm not at the point where I trust MVS uh, or Elm Lazard, should he be back. Um, I'm just going to stick with what I know and what is proven. 
And even though MVS had a big week last week, we all know he is a yo-yo. He is Amari Cooper light, and I am avoiding him this week against the Jaguars. Yeah, it, it really comes down to if MVS has put the, the stick on his gloves for the week. Because, <laughs> you know, he did last week and he caught some balls, but who knows? He might uh, he might uh, drop the ball on this one, literally. And oh, my God. So. I good puns. Yeah. Every time he drops a freaking pass, (laughs) you should put you should put like a quarter in a jar. An angel loses its wings. Yeah, you should put a quarter in the jar every time uh, a Packer drops a pass. And then maybe when the season's over, you have enough money to to pay Aaron Rodgers salary for the season. Yeah, Yeah. maybe you can pay for like Will Fuller or some. Very so. frustrating. Um, yeah, these two teams give me the Packers. Packers, no doubt. I mean, I could see Aaron Rodgers top five, Devontae yep. Adams top five, Aaron yep. Jones top five. Aaron Jones yep. could be one. Yeah, it's, he very well could be. It's going to be a mess. I'm sorry, Jacksonville, but this is not going to be your week. <laughs> you might be waiting a while for you're your gonna week. Be, you're going to be waiting a while. Um, uh, yeah, well, yeah. maybe they'll get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, the next game we are breaking down is the Bills versus the Cardinals in the uh-huh. battle of exciting quarterbacks. This is my pick for most exciting game of the week. Buffalo Bills led by the dynamic Josh Allen, who's yep. been crushing it this season. He's looking great. And because of that, so are his receiving options. John Brown did not practice Wednesday, but he is expected to play. Stefan Diggs has been a beast. Cole Beasley has been relevant, and I think you can start all three of those options against this Cardinals defense. Mm -hmm. I do expect this to be a shootout. I think that everybody's going to get their fair share. I will say, when it comes to running backs, it is gross between Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. At this point, if I had to start one, it would be Moss because of the touchdown potential, but it's gross. I wouldn't feel great starting Moss, I can tell you that much. I would, I'd like Moss more. I'd like this situation more than the Ravens, the Chargers, all that. But <laughs> yes, the yeah, Buccaneers, I, I even like the situation better. So, yeah, yeah. Moss is Moss only. Singletary is a very, 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 very risky flex. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. That's the biggest desperation, not risky. It's a desperation flex. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, and over to the Cardinals side of the ball. Uh, you know what this team is. You're starting Murray. Uh, you are starting down your Hopkins. Christian Kirk, I I'm think, is him. a solid, solid play this week. Ooh, I'm playing him. Yeah. I have him as a flex, uh, but I think he very clearly has wide receiver two upside. Uh, we have seen it. He is a big play guy. Uh, and Chase Edmonds, this should be his backfield. Uh, Kenyon Drake was limited in practice, and he is questionable for this week. I would still play Edmonds ahead of Kenyon Drake. Um, yeah, even if Drake plays. I still yeah. like Edmonds. He's still going to be involved. Yep. Yeah, I am right there with you. Um, I don't think I missed anything. Uh, these two teams, it is a Ooh. tight one. And Andrew, who is at home? Yeah. Bills or Cardinals? Who, who's at home is the Arizona Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. You're taking the Cardinals. I'll take the Bills. Two teams, by the way, that have beaten the Seattle Seahawks. The only two teams to beat them this year. Oh, yeah. So I'm taking the Bills. You're taking the Cardinals. Brendan's probably taking the Cardinals. Yep. Yeah, you got it. I knew that one. I like it. Easy to predict. Kyler Murray, he has been as advertised as the number one overall pick. 
it's just we we had to disagree on something and this is this would be the game so this is a good game for it too this it is a could, really good game. it could really go either it's super way even. actually the next like actually the entire nfc home team besides the jacksonville and, and packers game is going to be close so yeah yeah man i'm looking forward to looking it. ahead cheating uh, a little bit the next game we are looking at is the eagles taking on the new york giants uh, both of these teams, major disappointments continue. The oh, Eagles, yeah. Miles Sanders returned to practice and ex- is expected to play. That is great news for all you Sanders owners. Uh, I would be starting Sanders. I would start Dallas Goddard. And Fulham. I would start Fulham. Fulham. Oh, gosh. There's a hidden Fulgham. G in there. There's a hidden G. <laughs> It's not, it's, sneaky G. It's oh, a sneaky G. There's a good nickname. Sneaky G. Sneaky G. I don't know uh, who that is. We got to figure out a player whose nickname is Sneaky G. Travis Fulcom. I mean, Fulg- yeah. Fulgham. I don't know. I guess because of the sneaky G. All right. Because we'll of the sneaky G. I like Fulgham. I'll even take uh, Jalen Rieger this week. I well. would not, but. He's a very low end flex. Live your not truth. Not a desperation, but he's a low end. Uh, I would start. God- I, w- I would honestly start Goddard over Travis Fulgham. Um, but yeah, yeah, I not a whole lot of fantasy goodness on this Eagles team this season. Nope. Uh, unfortunately, the offensive line has been struggling. Uh, Carson Wentz, you know, I think he Ooh. is how he always is on the fringe of QB one. Um, but yeah, Goddard, Fulgham, Sanders, end of list in my Maybe. oh so humble opinion. No Wentz, you're saying no Wentz. I would avoid him if I could. Um, so let's do Wentz over Wentz or Burrow. Uh, Wentz. Wentz. Wentz or Tannehill. 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 Okay. Yep. There we go. Yep. That is how I feel. Um, over to the Giants side of the ball. Uh, speaking of gross. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I'm trying to think of who gets me excited it's, here. Uh, Evan Ingram. You know, is he's shown up? Go. He's involved. I wouldn't say he's elite, but he's he's there. He's getting the targets and he's been performing to a moderate point. Yeah. Um, Sterling Shepard and Devontae Freeman are both limited in practice uh, and they are both doubtful. I think Shepard is a fine play. Yep. Other than that, man, I, I, I don't like Freeman this week. Yeah, I don't like Gallman this week. I don't like Alfred Morris this week. I don't like Dan Lewis this week. That's no. a no to the run game. Yeah, and kind of just a no to the Giants offense. So Evan really Ingram just, is the only person yeah, I'm most no confident Jones. on. Uh, Shepard if he plays. Gross. Yeah, Shepard if he yep. plays. That's it. Um, yeah, these two teams. Andrew, give me the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Next up, we have the Washington professional football franchise taking on the Detroit Lions, starting with the Washington football team. Antonio Gibson did not practice on Wednesday with a shoulder injury and is questionable, uh, which is a travesty because he was going to be one of my big boom players this week. He still Uh, can be. He can still play. There's still a chance. He still can, absolutely. Um, Detroit Lions are awful against running backs. So if Gibson plays, he is a hard, hard start. Um, Scary Terry, starting with confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, Alex Smith. You know, I don't think anybody's looking to stream him, uh, but I think he doesn't hurt any of his receiving options. (laughs) Honestly, I'm at the point where I'm like almost Alex Smith over Carson Wentz. I'm not there yet, but Mm -hmm. I'm really I really like Alex Smith. So 
I just appreciate your boldness. And because um, the one man we haven't talked about yet. The JD one man McKissick. you're missing, J.D. McKissick. Oh, my God. I'm not going to shut up about him. No, until he's in no the you will not. I'm, I'm not. I'm really not. J.D. McKissick is, is a locked and loaded starter this week, even if Gibson plays. So, Really, McKissick got more points than Gibson last week. McKissick is heavily involved in the receiving game when Alex Smith is the quarterback. So if you're in a PPR or half-point PPR, McKissick is the guy. McKissick had 14 targets last week. 14? How insane is that? 14 (laughs) targets? Because all Alex Smith does is he pulls a Gardner Minshew. He does like two-yard dump-offs to the running back. And that's McKissick. So that's why James Robinson was doing so well in in PPR. Very funny. Um, Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. I would not say I would be excited to start oh, him, but I'm I do thrilled. think he's in the starting conversation. I'm thrilled. Do it. Uh, over to the Lions side of the ball. Kenny Galladay did not practice on Wednesday, and he is questionable. Obviously, if he plays, you are starting him. Uh, Washington football team, they have a pretty solid defense. Uh, they're not elite. They're not shut down by any means, uh, but they no. do some damage. I, I'm trying to think who's exciting me on this team. TJ Hawkinson, I think, is a solid tight end one yep. this week. He's he's involved, especially in the red zone, and Stafford likes him. And if he is missing Galladay, he does need another receiving option other than Marvin Jones. And Marvin Jones, I have as a wide receiver three option, okay. uh, purely Good. because of opportunity if Galladay is out. Good. I was nervous. I thought you were going to put him in a two category for a second. Don't nope. know why, but. Yep. No, not, not going there. Uh-uh. Fool me once. Stafford, nope. you know, I, I think he's somebody I would pass on. I think he's a high-end QB2, uh, but definitely somebody I would try to avoid this week. Alex Smith or Matthew Stafford? Alex Smith. Yes, okay, yep. perfect. Um, You know, when it comes to running game, it's unfortunately Adrian Peterson's still getting a lot of work, uh, but I still game. really like DeAndre Swift. <laughs> That's true, it is a revenge <laughs> game. I do like DeAndre Swift. Uh, and I do think he's clearly the most talented player on this roster right now uh, when it comes to running backs. But Adrian Peterson's still getting work, so it does cap Swift's upside. If I had to start one, it's Swift. And by yep. himself, Swift, I think, is a low-end RB2, high-end RB3. Yeah, that's a pretty good spot. I agree with you there. Only Swift, no Peterson, even though it's a yep. revenge game. You know how much you want it, but no. Nope. Agreed. These two teams. I'm taking Washington. Riverboat Ron. I had to get that in there first. Damn it. <sighs> yeah, I like Washington <laughs> in this one. Give me Smith yes. and Scary Terry. <laughs> Riverboat Ron. Getting his he's, second dub of the season. He's Third such dub? a good dude. I really second like dub? I really like him. Riverboat Ron's I, a good dude. This entire team is growing on me. I'm just uh, they're loving a quarterback away from being a really good team. <laughs> yeah, their defense has stepped it up this year. They have a top receiver. They have a great rookie running back and a decent backup. Oh, man. Draft yeah. quarterback this year. Get like a like a train Lance or something. And whew, yeah, cook him with gas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Carolina Panthers. On the Buccaneers' side of the ball, uh, just an absolutely disgusting outing this past week against the Saints. They just got obliterated, and people's hearts were crushed. Um, I'm starting Godwin, starting Evans, 
Yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown, I think, is a fine flyer and in the flex conversation. Ooh. Tom that Brady. I'm not a fan of, but. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but he looked good, and it's Antonio Brown. And if uh, we've seen him be successful with Tom Brady in the past. He was mean, getting I, targets. He was getting some targets, a lot of them overthrown. One led to an interception, so. Uh, and, you know, this is the first game he's played in a while, so he, I think he will be a little rusty. You know, we mm-hmm. saw that with Gronk, and now Gronk is a tight end one. So, <laughs> you know, I think Brown is somebody that uh, I could get behind as a flex. Yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not going to argue too much on that. That's, yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's Gronk. Gronk is a tight end one. Um, he's getting it done. Not so much last week, but we've seen it moving up to that. <laughs> yeah, who got it done last week? No. Yeah, so, nobody. It's just a nobody at all. Um, running backs. It's gross. Uh, I think you could start Ronald. I would start Ronald Jones uh, as a high end RB three Fournette as a desperation flex. Do you feel differently? Uh, I have them both pretty even. Uh, I have Jones as a flex and Fournette as a flex. I do believe that Fournette's going to be more involved this game just because we saw two games ago. Uh, Fournette had majority carries, majority yards, and they got the dub. This week, they or this last week against the Saints, they focused more on Jones, and that didn't work. I can see a world where they looked back two weeks and said, what worked then? Fournette, maybe, but... I feel like just because they're both on the same level, their their ceilings very capped, so no higher than a flex for both. Yeah, no, I certainly see that, and I do think both of their ceilings are capped. Over yeah. to the Panthers' side of the ball, Christian McCaffrey is doubtful this week with a shoulder injury. Uh, Brendan, I know you are a McCaffrey owner. I am a McCaffrey owner as well. Yeah. It was a wonderful week having him back. <laughs> it, it was, was beautiful. Oh, it was so nice, and then. Just like Icarus, we flew too close yep. to the sun. The last and he drive. Is out. <laughs> God, he, that was the last drive he got oh. injured. It was super upsetting, but it's just, they needed uh, man, needed some points. When is it ever good in fantasy football to draft no, the number one player? You just like, can't. Year after year. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's bad. I mean, top three yeah. were bad this year because it's yes. CMC, Barkley, and Elliott usually was three. Yeah, so. that's pretty gross. It's rough. Um, yeah, so Mike Davis, you know, I think he is a solid RB2 this week. Uh-huh. Um, I think you can start Robbie Anderson and feel pretty yes. solid about it. DJ Moore is somebody I am fading. Uh, he is somebody that I would flex at this point until he proves me otherwise. Mm-hmm. I think that's all that that's I feel strongly Anderson, about on this. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, I would have as a wide receiver three. Uh, he's on a hot streak for sure. I don't know how much longer he can keep it going. I really like Curtis Samuel, but I would not say my trust is there. So I think he's a fine wide receiver three. Uh, I would start Curtis Samuel over Antonio Brown. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that rank is Anderson, Samuel, DJ. So these two teams give me the bucks. Man, I want to pick differently if McCaffrey was back but I'm not going to I'm going to go uh, bounce back game for Tom Brady and the Bucks. I like it next up we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Rams on the Seahawks side of the ball it is easy Wilson Metcalf Lockett when it comes to the running back situation Chris Carson's questionable with a foot injury 
If Chris Carson is starting, you are starting him. And basically, whoever the starting running back is, you're starting him, whether it's DJ Dallas, Carlos Hyde, or Chris Carson. Over to the Rams side of the ball. Um, You know, Seahawks is a... Did we not talk about the receivers? Russell Wilson, DK? Oh, I guess we don't need to. Well, I I said you're starting Wilson, Metcalf, and Lockett. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was too focused on Chris Carson. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah, and I will say the Rams have a really good pass defense, but it's Metcalf, Lockett, and Wilson. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that trio. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you can't really stop them. Mm. Um, yeah, over to the Rams side of the ball. The Seahawks are the worst defense in the NFL, so you can start everybody. I think Goff is a awesome stream this week. You can start Cup, Woods. Um, you know, I I think as all systems go, man. Um, Henderson, I would start and feel good about yep. it. Uh, tight ends, you know, I'm not starting Higby, not starting Everett. I think there's other options that are better They've out there. Terrible. I'm trying to think if there's anybody I missed. No, no, it's pretty simple there. So the the run game is going to be very interesting this week because it's coming off of a bye. All the running backs are healthy. It's going to be this is really going to determine, I think, the rest of the season for this run game. So. Hmm. Interesting. But Henderson's a start. Yeah. 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 I like it. Uh, these two teams. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah. Seattle. It's a good one. It's going to be a good one. But yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a, a classic. I think that'll it's be that a, trio. a classic game. You can't. Uh, next I, it's up. It's hard to go against that trio. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's a pretty yep. dominant offense there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have the 49ers. Speed. <laughs> Uh, a non-dominant offense. <laughs> uh, the San Francisco 49ers taking on the New Orleans Saints. 49ers, everybody is hurt. Just absolutely everybody. Um, man, Tevin Coleman should be back. Uh, I would start Tevin Coleman if he is the starter. If Tevin Coleman is not back, I would start Jarek McKinnon in the PPR no. league. Uh, but I would not feel great about it. No, We've seen him absolutely great. disappear. Ayuk, you know, I, I think can perform like well Ayuk. here. Yeah, yeah, Ayuk can perform here, but Nick Mullins is going to be the quarterback. That's that's not something you're really excited about. Uh-uh. So Ayuk and Coleman, I guess. Yeah, and that um, it's going to be tough because Coleman is questionable, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Debo Samuel's questionable as well, but still it's against the Saints defense that absolutely shut down Tom Brady and that amazing offense. I can't see a lot happening uh, on the 49ers side of the ball. So Ayuk just because of his big playability. And that's about it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, over to this. Uh, no, no Kittle. Oh, geez. Yep. Yeah. No Kittle. I forgot man. about that. It's Jordan Howard or not Jordan Howard, Jordan Reed. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Oh, either way. Nope. Not a fan. Uh, and over to the Saints side of the ball. Um, you know, Drew Brees is on fire. You know, he is getting it done week after week. Kamara is a locked and loaded stud. Michael Thomas is uh, set to play again. Two games in a row. Lucky uh-huh. us. I am starting Thomas Breeze Kamara Cook, I think, is a solid tight end one option this week. I'm not all excited about his ancillary wide receiver options. For me, Thomas is the list. Yeah. I agree with you there. I know a lot of people are going to want to start Emmanuel Sanders. First of all, revenge game. Hey, uh, 
<laughs> we love these revenge games. But Sanders did get a touchdown last week. Um, he was targeted a lot, but Breeze is really just kind of kind of sharing the load. He's just tossing it to everyone. So yeah, too many people are involved. Just Thomas. Yeah, I like it. These two teams give me the Saints. Yep. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chicago Bears on Monday night. Uh, and Minnesota Vikings, it, it's Prompt really time, just the Minnesota Cooks. Um, yeah. Man, I mean, it's been it's been interesting. It's been really good for the actual NFL franchise Vikings. They are mm-hmm. winning games and looking good doing it. It has been a nightmare scenario for everybody not named <laughs> Dalvin Cook on this team. It has been a dumpster fire for Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson uh, ever since Dalvin Cook became the entire game plan. Um, but I think you just have to, you know, even in a tough matchup, if you have Thielen, I, I think you have to start him. Definitely have lowered expectations, but we've you know, he's, he's a game breaker when he's given the opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I would start Thielen. I would sit Jefferson against this tough Bears matchup. Um, but yeah, for me, it really is just those three. It's Cook, it is Jefferson, it's Thielen. Uh, I know Irv Smith had a big week last week. That was his only big performance of the, the season. Yeah. I'm ignoring that. Yeah, it's yeah. the three for me, and I'm sitting Jefferson. I agree. Cook is Cook could have a pretty decent game here. It is a little, little tougher defense than last week, but it's got to be all Cook. Minnesota Vikings run the ball 51% of the time, second most in the NFL. So. Yeah, it's just, good stat. You got it. Yeah, it's a good stat. Behind, can you guess the number one team? I bet you won't. San Francisco 49ers. Very quick. No, Baltimore Ravens, 52.9%. Ravens. How crazy wow. is that? Last place is the Chicago Bears, which is the next team we're going to talk about. Well, if my quarterback was Lamar Jackson, I would run the ball as well. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, Unfair that was shot harsh. At Lamar Jackson. Oh. I thought you were talking about run the ball with Lamar Jackson, but you were taking a shot at his. Oh, no, I was taking a shot at Jackson. Taking a shot at him. All right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, over to the Bears side of the ball. David Montgomery is doubtful in concussion protocol. Um, That's terrible. Yeah, that's not great for a team that doesn't run it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to start any running back for this Bears team if Montgomery misses. If Montgomery plays, I would start Montgomery. Uh, but when it comes to wide receiving options, it's Allen Robinson. It is Jimmy Graham as a touchdown dependent tight end, uh, but he's mm-hmm. getting the touchdowns. So there's value there. Uh, Mooney. Mooney, Ooh, you the like rookie. Mooney this? You like him? I think he is a fine flex. You know, Ooh. he seems like the real deal. He is getting the targets and he's producing well. So. I think, unfortunately, he's limited by having Nick Foles as your quarterback. But I think he's somebody who, in a pinch, he could be a fine flex. Okay. That's not bad. Um, Mooney or, I'm trying to think, DJ Moore. Oh, wow, that's a good one. I'd say DJ Moore. Yeah. DJ yep, Moore, yep. Mooney or Ayuk. Oh, Ayuk. Yeah, that one's, that Ayuk, one's not close. Okay. Yep. I'm, try- I'm, just, I'm trying to think, Mooney or... Jarvis Landry. Ooh, I'd go Jarvis Landry. Jarvis safer Landry, floor. Right. Yep. Got it. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, truthfully, I, he's somebody I'm really excited about moving forward. 
I just don't think this is the Bears year. Um, ironic, though, because they're winning games. But yeah. How are they five and four? What is going on? It's a good defense. Uh, these two teams. It. Andrew, give me the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings. It's so the only game stupid. we disagreed on. Yep. Bills, the Cardinals. Bills and Cardinals, Damn. which is probably going to be like the craziest yeah. game of the season. Hopefully. Yeah, hoping. I think they, it will they're be. two teams that that beat the Seahawks and looked amazing one week and then had a terrible week, like when the Bills almost lost to the Jets and the Cardinals <laughs> losing to Miami. So, yeah, yeah, man, that will be a good one. Uh, we can end this episode with our yays and nays of the week. Yes, uh, Andrew, to start yeah. with the yays or start with the nays. You know, let's let's go nays this week. Let's go nays. All right. Let's I will start, start negative. Adam Thielen versus Chicago. We just Ooh, talked about it. Big Devin name. Cook is this offense. Thielen is not getting the targets he needs to produce. It is a run heavy offense. It is a tough defense. Adam Thielen. I don't have the stones to sit him, uh, but I do think he performs like a wide receiver three slash flex this week. Nice. All right, I'm going to go with running back Jarek McKinnon and the San Francisco 49ers. He had a very good week last week, even though everyone thought it would be hasty over McKinnon. Um, even if Tevin Coleman doesn't come back, I should mention. I, I put this on the list thinking that Tevin Coleman will still be out, and he is doubtful. Uh, but Jarek McKinnon, I'm not liking him this week. They're going up against the... New Orleans Saints, which is literally the hardest matchup because they've allowed the fewest fantasy points to running backs over the last month. They haven't given up a rushing touchdown in the last month. That's the New Orleans Saints. Uh, So this is the worst possible matchup for a running back. Even though McKinnon is involved a little bit in the passing game, it's still not good enough for me. I like it. Andrew, that is a good pick. It's a Uh, good one. I enjoyed that one. Next up, I have T. Higgins versus Pittsburgh. Uh, T. Higgins has been a fantasy darling this season, uh, broken out as a rookie, being a really, really good receiver for Joe Burrow and this Bengals offense, making those tough catches. It is the Pittsburgh defense, and I think Burrow is going to be absolutely demolished by this Pittsburgh defense, uh, similar to when they got destroyed by the Ravens. So for me, it is hands off all these options, and T. Higgins is somebody that was kind of in the flex conversation in the first place. Uh, but now he is a hard sit for me against Pittsburgh this week. Nice. All right. My next pick coming out of Carolina, the wide receiver DJ Moore. He's not going to have a good week. Like we saw last week, it was Curtis Samuel, who's looking very good. He's being really involved in this offense. And Robbie Anderson as the big yardage guy. Uh, and that seems to be working. So I DJ Moore against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers definitely have an exploitable defense, but I just don't think that there's enough uh, enough room, enough points for all three receivers. And I expect Samuel to keep it up and Robbie Anderson to keep it up. That's a good one. Uh, DJ, no more points. <laughs> DJ, no more. Oh, <laughs> It's one of the better ones. One of the Thank ones. you. I, I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, my final nay of the week is a little bit of a cop out, uh, but I will absolutely go there. Uh, Justin Jefferson, well. okay. rookie wide receiver for the Vikings. He is a sit for me this week. He hasn't been producing. Um, same reasoning I used with Adam Thielen. Cook is his offense. The targets are not there in a tough matchup. 
Justin Jefferson, I think, is a hard sit this week. All right. I am going to go with quarterback from the Thursday night game, Ryan Tannehill. If you want to talk about a cop-out, let's talk about the quarterbacks playing Indianapolis because they stink against this defense. This is a really, really, really solid defense. As weird as it is, uh, so I don't like Tannehill. Colts looked really good against Lamar Jackson. Uh, and I do not see Tannehill putting enough fantasy points for you to be happy this week. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I cannot disagree with that. It's uh, a cop out, but you know, no, no, that's not a cop out. I, I think that's a legit one. I always hate to be the guy that just like I, I do it all the time, but I always pick <laughs> against the matchup. I always go matchup, which yeah. I'm not going to stop. Not going to stop with my A's. So. Yeah, nope, that makes sense. Uh, and starting with our yays, my first one is a, is a cop-out, uh, but I think it's yeah. warranted. Uh, Cooper Cup versus Seattle. Hey. It has not been a great season for Cooper Cup, and according to his numbers, he would be, he would be in that flex conversation. Uh, it's a big name, not big production yet, but I think this is going to be his best game of the year. Seattle's the most generous defense. Uh, and I think he really gets it done this week against Seattle. Uh, I think Goff is looking for his signature win of the season. And I think Cup is going to be the one who delivers it. So Cooper Cup, locked and loaded. I think he is a top 10 wide receiver this week. You know what? I guess I'll just jump on that. My first yay is Jared Goff going up against Ooh. Seattle again. Don't like being that matchup guy. But like you said before, when we were talking about this matchup, Seattle Seahawks is the worst defense in the NFL at least when it comes to passing gives up almost or over 350 passing yards per game like you said Cooper Cup should be very good this week and Goff's gonna be with the one throwing ball I like it my next yay is Wolf Fuller versus Cleveland uh you drafted him as a wide receiver three or lower and he has delivered on that in a major major way I know I mentioned it uh, in our last episode. He has six straight games with a touchdown, and Cleveland has allowed 12 touchdowns to wide receivers this season. That is a very generous total, and I think Will Fuller adds to that this week. Nice. All right, I'm going to go with... I wanted to go Jaded McKissick, but I did the entire Washington run game. That's if Gibson plays and McKissick. You know how much I love them. I love both of these guys. This offense is getting more and more exciting by the week. So McKissick with the 14 targets last week, that looks really good. If Antonio Gibson plays, he's going to have a great game. They're going up against the Detroit Lions, who are god-awful against the run. Third worst, give up 148 rushing yards per game. Uh, and with, with dual-threat running backs like Gibson and McKissick, I, I can see them just tearing it up. So I love this Washington run game this week. Yeah, that's a great pick. Uh, and my final yay of the week is Deontay Johnson versus Cincinnati. Deontay that. Johnson has seen game. 10 targets in every healthy game he has played in. And I think 10 targets is enough to do some serious damage versus Cincinnati. Uh, he's let you down recently between injuries and not producing. I think this is a get right game for Johnson. And I think he crushes it this week. Awesome. All right. I'm going to go with my final player, wide receiver. From Arizona, Christian Kirk. Christian Ooh, Kirk. Like is it. this a cop-out? I don't know. He's had no. three great games. Uh, like we talked about earlier, he has 
five touchdowns in the last three games. That's crazy. He is this big play guy. Uh, he's been targeted 16 times in the last two. They're going up against Buffalo, which is really tough. But where's Tredavious White going to be? On DeAndre Hopkins. So Christian Kirk uh, should get a little more looks from Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's going to be a high-scoring game. And it's going to be very exciting to watch. And Kirk is that exciting player. Nice, Andrew. That's a great pick. I was very impressed one. with your yays and nays this week. Is it? it is I hard like for yours me to too. tease you. It was good. <laughs> oh, it was shit. a very good one. <laughs> uh, well, Andrew, that wraps up our Week 10 mm-hmm. preview episode. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We do really appreciate it that you take time out of your day to listen to us two goofballs. Uh, if we can ask a small favor, if you can, please leave a review or a rating on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. It would mean the world to us, and it makes a big difference in helping this little podcast grow. Uh, So again, thank you so much for listening. Good luck in week 10, and we look forward to recapping it with you next week.